Today, I'm talking about exposing the Antichrist spirit, this spirit from hell that is attacking believers, that is against the word of God. It is affecting every single person. I want to talk to you about how you can understand it and overcome it every single time. I'm also talking about the People's Republic of California and how the government of California has now taken possession of the children of California away from their parents. You will not believe the law that they just passed. I'm also answering your questions such as, can you be raptured or go to heaven if you haven't been baptized? I'm Jimmy Evans. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. Welcome to the show today. I'm so glad that you've joined me. I'm going to talk about exposing the Antichrist spirit. I just want to say, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hit the like button. If you like what you're seeing here and other videos that you've seen as well, hit the like button and also subscribe to my channel if you would. Not only does it uh, you know, make you a subscriber, it helps other people to hear about this channel and get the help hopefully that you're getting and the encouragement that you're getting on this. Uh, I want to talk about the exposing the Antichrist spirit. They're the most dangerous force in the earth today is not a military, it is not a nation, it is not a person, it is a spirit. It's the Antichrist spirit. And this Antichrist spirit is attacking Christians. It's, it's not just attacking Christians, it is seducing Christians. This is a seducing spirit that is trying to get us to leave Jesus, not follow Jesus, not believe the word of God, and to believe the lies of the Antichrist that are all over the world today. You see it wherever you go. And let me first of all answer the question, what is the Antichrist spirit? And I want to answer this very clearly because it's very clear in the scriptures. This is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, this is the Apostle Paul talking about the Antichrist, not just his spirit, but the Antichrist when he arrives on, on the scene. This is 2 Thessalonians 2, beginning with verse 3. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed. That's the Antichrist. The son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. The Antichrist spirit is the spirit of men exalting themselves above God and defying God. That is the Antichrist spirit. And so when the Antichrist comes, he will go into a rebuilt temple in Israel on the Temple Mount, and he will go in there and he will proclaim himself God. He will oppose God, but he will proclaim himself God. But listen, the Antichrist is not the only person in the world right now that is saying that he is God. This is the spirit that's in the world because the spirit that's in the world right now says you don't have to follow God. You don't have to submit to anyone. You are your own God. That's why we have people right now saying, I'm, I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm this, I'm that. They're, I'm my own God. I, God doesn't tell me whether I'm a man or a woman. I'm going to tell myself. I'm going to tell myself what my morality is. I'm going to tell myself what my beliefs are. God is not going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to live in a, with a moral shackles on me. I'm going to live my life any way I want. That's the Antichrist spirit. This is an end time scripture in Psalm chapter 2 talking about the spirit of the world in the end times right before the tribulation comes. This is Psalm chapter 2 beginning in verse 1. Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? 
the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. By the way, that's God the Father and God the Son, the Lord and his anointed, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath. That's the tribulation. And distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, there, now therefore be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are those who put their trust in him. This is a psalm, uh, a prophecy, an end time prophecy in the book of Psalm that is saying in the end times, people are going to rebel against God. They're going to break his bonds in pieces, tear his cords off of them. And they're going to say, we're going to do anything that we want to do. And God is going to say, you better kiss my son. You, you better pay attention to Jesus Christ or I'm going to visit you in my wrath. And he does. In Revelation chapter 6, the exact same group of people that were being addressed in Psalm chapter 2 are now in Revelation chapter 6. And this is John's account of these people who have rebelled against Jesus this is the wrath of God. Revelation 6, verse 12. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, this is the same group, the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, Every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb, the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? Now listen, God was warning in Psalm 2 about this antichrist spirit that's all over the world where people say, God's not going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to live under the Bible and what it says. And they tear his bonds off of them. And God says, wait just a minute. You better kiss my son while there's time or he's going to visit you when his wrath is kindled just a little. And by the way, that's a, that's a, a, a phrase that just means a lot. When his wrath is kindled a lot. And then in Revelation 6, you see all these people that rebelled against Jesus. And now they're begging for death because the wrath of the Lamb has come. And I'm saying... When you see people who are arrogant and they're exalting themselves and they are opposing God, their time is coming. Do not be like them and don't envy them. This is 2 Timothy chapter 3. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. In the last days, dangerous times are going to come because men will be lovers 
of themselves, boasters, proud. That's what you see today in the world. That is the spirit of the Antichrist. When you see people that are walking in arrogance, walking in rebellion to God, that is the spirit of the Antichrist. I want to say again, when the Antichrist goes into the temple and proclaims himself God, the whole world follows him because they have the same spirit. They believe they're all equal to God and they don't need God in their lives, that they can be their own God. And by the way, that was the original lie of Satan to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3. God knows in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Satan said to Adam and Eve, when you eat that fruit over there, you're going to become like God. And this is the lie that Satan has been telling since the Garden of Eden. This is the lie he wants you to believe. He wants you to believe you don't need God and he wants you to believe you can be your own God. You can make your own decisions. No one tells you what to do. And I'm telling you, the, you see the warning in scripture for people who have rebelled against God, there is the wrath of the lamb that is waiting on them. And that day, that seven year period of time is going to be absolutely horrific. But let me ask the other question. What is the spirit of Jesus? That the spirit of the Antichrist is man exalting himself above God and opposing and rejecting God. But what is the spirit of Jesus? Okay, because this is a believer is what we really need to be interested in. Philippians chapter two, here it is. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The spirit of the Antichrist is man exalting himself above God and rejecting and defying God. But the spirit of Jesus Christ is man. Jesus was the son of man. He was God, but he made himself the son of man, submitted himself to God in a spirit of humility and put his trust in God. In verse five there, a Philippian says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. The spirit of Jesus is a spirit of humility. We as believers, we humble ourselves and we trust in God. If I'm going to be exalted, if I'm going to be anything in this life, I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm trusting God to do it for me. That's what Jesus said. He became, uh, took the form of a bondservant. He humbled himself. Therefore, God also highly exalted him because of his spirit of humility. In the world today, I just want you to see, humility is the spirit of Jesus. Arrogance is the spirit of the Antichrist. It is. This is James chapter 4. Adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealousy, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded, Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Okay, so let me tell you the three promises of walking in humility and in trusting God. Okay, the number one is God gives you grace. God resists the proud, 
but he gives grace to the humble. What does grace mean? It means unmerited favor. It means the favor of God. Grace is everything. It, when you're walking in humility, when you're walking in pride, God resists you. When you're walking in humility, he assists you. Do you want to be resisted by God or assisted by God? God assists people who walk in humility. The number two thing that he gives you is authority over Satan. Submit to God, then resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Listen to me. When you're not submitted to God, you have the same spirit of the devil. You may be on your way to heaven. You may love Jesus. But when you're in rebellion, that's the same spirit as the devil. You can't, you can't fight Satan when you're uh, walking in the same uh, rebellion that he's walking in. Submit to God. Then you have spiritual authority. If you want to be, uh, be effective in spiritual authority, you first of all submit humbly. In John chapter 5, Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only do it on the earth. Jesus walked as the son of man in a spirit of humility and total obedience to God. The number three thing that God will do when you humble yourself and trust him is he will exalt you. It says, humble yourself, therefore, before God, and he will exalt you. Rather than us exalting ourselves, God will exalt us. But listen to this. It says, God resists the proud. That word is the Greek word antitasso. It means to set yourself in battle formation against. It doesn't mean this. It means this. God is going to resist you. And you say, well, why would God resist me like that? Well, as a believer, as an unbeliever, he resists you like that because you're in rebellion. But as a believer, it is a loving father trying to keep you from destroying yourself. As a father, I know I would do anything I could possibly do to keep my kids from destroying themselves. I would resist them in any way. And I did when my kids were growing up. I resisted everything they did that was in rebellion that would be something that would be harmful for them. God loves us too much to allow us to walk over a cliff without being resisted. And so whenever you're walking in pride, whenever you're walking in rebellion, God is doing this, trying to get you back with him. But when you're walking in humility and trust in God, God is blessing you. He's giving you favor. He's giving you authority. And then God exalts you. Your promotion, your favor, your reputation, all of those things come from God. I'm saying we're walking in an evil world where Satan is attacking believers. Believers are falling away from God. Atheism is growing. The, the, uh, the word of God is under full-scale assault in our society. And as believers, we need to understand that is the spirit of the Antichrist. I believe the Antichrist is alive. I believe he's on the earth. And I believe he will take his place soon on the world stage. But right now we're dealing with his spirit. And it is a spirit of arrogance and rebellion against God. As believers, we need to understand God will, God loves us, period. One way or the other, God loves us. But God's blessings come upon those who walk in the spirit of Jesus, humility and trusting in God. We're going to go now to the subscriber portion of our program. Uh, and I'm going to talk about uh, California, this unbelievable law that they just passed, uh, taking basically ownership of children away from their parents. It's just absolutely incredible what they've done. I want you to become a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, and let me say it's $7 a month, $77 a year. A lot of what we do here at endtimes.com, this is just a part of it. The Tipping Point Show is just a part of it. We have the rest of the program coming up where I answer questions, talk about things that are in the news. We have articles and other things that come out during the week. But, but the $7 a month, the $77 a year, it helps us to pay to do for all this. It supports this ministry, helps us reaching out to more people. $7 a month, $77 a year. I would love for you 
to become a subscriber. If you are a subscriber, you cannot watch the full version on YouTube. You need to go to endtimes.com and log in there and you can watch the full uh, episode there. We're going to go now to the subscriber portion. God bless you.